0: Welcome back to the OU's Mishnah Yomis. My name is Jacob Abramowitz, and today we will be concluding the last Mishnah in the last chapter of Maseches Megillah, and that is Parak Dalad, Mishnah Yud. Ruvain, The incident of Ruvain, and we'll explain what that is momentarily, that is read, but it is not publicly translated. So let's see what that is over in the Hosea Syantiv, Ruvain. So that's the incident where he moved his father's bed from the tent of Bilha. So, Nikra it's read in Shul, Volombatar Game, but it's not translated publicly. We're worried about embarrassing him. It's not respectful, and that's the opinion of Rashi. The Quran says that it's not uh, Reuven's honor that we're worried about, it's Yaakov's honor. It's disrespectful to him back in the Mishnah. Maisa Tamar, Nikra Umitar The incident of Tamar is read and translated. Now, there are two different incidences involving two different women named Tamar, and again, we'll see what those might be shortly. Egal HaRishon, The first incident with the golden calf is read and translated. Vahasheni, Nikra Valomitar But the second, while it's read, is not publicly translated. Birkas Kohanim, just as Birkas Kohanim. We'll see what that is. Maisa The incident with David and his son Amnon is neither read publicly nor translated publicly. So we don't have that as a Haftarah. Ein Maftiran b'merkava. We also don't have a Haftarah with the vision of the chariot. Rabbi Yehuda Matir, but Rabbi Yehuda allows it. Rabbi Eliezer Omer in MafTirin bahoda es Esuchalai. Rabbi Eliezer says that we don't have a Haftara with this rebuke calling out to Yerushalayim. Let us look in the Bart Maysa Amnon v'tamar. The incident of Amnon and Tamar. So while the Mishnah just says Maysa Tamar, the Bartnuro says Maysa Amnon and Tamar. So that's two children of David. They were half-siblings and one forced himself on the other who was a girl. Quickly diverting into the Tosos Yantiv, Hiksha alze. The Tosos Yantiv doesn't like the explanation that it's the story of Amnon and Tamar. Shahari Amnon Asa because Amnon did the deed, but Tamar Anusa and Tamar was an unwilling victim. Ulekach Nira Maisa Tamar vYehuda. So it makes more sense to say that it's the incident of Tamar and Yehuda, different Tamar. Bigamara and the reason is given in the Gemara. Because it's for her praise, the Udi that she confessed. And it doesn't bother us that it doesn't say that it's the incident of Yehuda. Because then I would have thought that it was his involvement with the sale of Yosef. So it calls it the Maisa Tamar, but that leads to a little confusion which Tamar we're talking about. Back in the Bartonuro. Amnon Nikra game. so the Bart feels that it's the incident of Amnon and Tamar, which is read but not translated. Likra and we're not worried about David's honor. Because this area doesn't call him Amnon, the son of David. As we're going to explain a little bit when we talk about the incident of Amnon and David. The first incident with the Egel Hazahav, with the golden calf, is both read and translated. We're not worried about Israel's honor. Maisa Egel Hasheni, but the second incident of the golden calf is read and not translated. Min Moshe El Aaron, from Moshe Spoke to Aaron. Adviyar Moshe Es until the part where it says that Moshe saw the nation. Upasak V'yugof Hashem Es and the last verse where it says that God struck the nation. Ko'elu Nequayim V'lo All of these are read but not publicly translated. mishum Yikor De Aaron, because they are not respectful to the honor of Aaron. So our mission, it just says, Birkas Kohanim. So what does this mean? So the Nuro fleshes it out. Birkas Kohanim, necroyim Vlom The priestly blessing is read, but not translated. Again, let's skip over to the Toskos Yanta for a moment. Since the Mishnah just says, Birkas Kohanim, you might read that piece of the Mishnah to say, Birkas Kohanim, Maisa David va Amon, Lo Nechron, Veloma You might think that, like the incident with David and Amnon, that the priestly blessings aren't read in public. So he says, B'vadai de B'Birkas Kohanim, E.F. Farish de Ain Nechron. For sure you can't say that the priestly blessings are not read publicly. De Ain Svaralomar, Shitah Hehatora, Nikres B'Tsibor, Shalobish Le Musa. It's impossible to say. It's just Beyond logic, that the Torah is read publicly not in its entirety. Masha'anken b'haftoras. This is not the case with the haftoras. Like we're talking about David and Amnon. The in hanavim musan. Even without this story of David and Amnon, the Nevi'im, the books of the prophets, are not read publicly in their entirety. Umaharam nira degares and the maharam appears to have a text that says birkas so that he would read the mishnah that the second incident of the egel is read and not translated birkas and such is also the case with the priestly blessings now back in the bar the priestly blessings are read, but not translated. Because of the verse that says that God should give you favor. We don't want to have the appearance of favoritism, that people should think that we're asking that God favor us and that we've done nothing to deserve it. They don't know that we deserve it, and they're going to think that we're asking for nepotism or something. Maysa David Amnon, the incident of David and his son Amnon, lo nicroin Bahaftara, It's not written in the Haftorah, velo mitargamim, and it's not publicly translated. Kol osan psukim Shikasu b'hen Amnon ben David. All those verses that say Amnon the son of David. Amnon was not a good guy, so it's not respectful to David to attach his name to him. Ava osan shenemar b'hen Amnon stam. But those that just talk about Amnon without mentioning David, ha amrian lael maysa Amnon Tamar, Nikra umitargim. We said earlier, the understanding of the Bart Nuro is that the incident of Amnon and Tamar, which doesn't call him the son of David, those can be read and translated. In Maftir and we don't have a Haftorah from the vision of the chariot. Delma Asu because we don't want people to get curious and to inquire and dig into it, so they're not going to understand it, it's just going to confuse them. For Rabbi Yehuda but Rabbi Huda permits this, the Halacha and the Halacha does follow his opinion. Ein Maftirin Behoda and we don't have a Haftarah from this chapter of Yechezkel that calls out Yerushalayim B'Shom the Yerushalayim because of the honor of Yerushalayim Ve'een Halachic Rabbi Eliezer and the Halakha does not follow Rabbi Eliezer so we can indeed have this chapter from Yechezkel as a Haftarah that is the end of the last Mishnah that is the end of the last chapter that is the end of Meseches Megillah stay tuned and we will be beginning Moed Katan immediately after this
1: Missachis Mauri Kotin, Parak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. Msachis Mauri begins with a discussion uh, regarding certain Halachos that relate to the period of Chalamoid as well as to the period of Shemitah. Halamoid is of course the days in between the days of Yom Tov, uh on the Chagim of both Pesach and Sukkot. And during these days, basic Malachos are prohibited. However, there are numerous exceptions. Uh, that are permitted, uh, for the purpose of the moid. Among the qualifications to determine whether or not a particular malacha is permitted or prohibited on chalamoid is the question of number one, whether it's a davar ha'avid, whether or not it's something that will cause an extraordinary loss to somebody or a irrevocable loss. And as well, if it's something that's a tircha yaseira, if it's something that is an excessive type of work, um, and these two issues come into play in terms of our first Mishnah. As well, our Mishnah is also relating to the halachic status of Shemitah, which is of course the seventh year in the agricultural cycle when the land is supposed to be left alone. And we trust in a Baruch Hu uh, to provide us both the f- sustenance for the seventh year as well as of course for the eighth so says the Mishnah mashkin base hashlochin that we are permitted to water a field that is already irrigated in other words a field that cannot uh exist exclusively based on its rainfall and will in fact be ruined if it does not receive additional water so it is permitted to water such a field bamo'ein on cholhamoid even though work is normally osar on cholhamoid if not doing the work will result in a, uh, loss, in a major financial loss. And since this type of field, if it is not watered, uh, it will become ruined. And so therefore, that is considered a substantial financial loss. And then, therefore, it is permitted, uh, to do so on Cholamoid. Uvashviyas, as well as during Shemitah. In other words, farmers are permitted to water their fields during Shemitah, even though they're forbidden to work the fields. Uh, because the isser against watering the fields is primarily midi Rabbanon, And so, if, uh, not doing so will cause the plants to suffer a, again, a major loss, then the rabanon were not goes there. They did not enact their decree in such a situation. So, continues the Mishnah. Whether it's from a spring that had just begun to give off water, and in such a spring, we don't have to fear that its walls might collapse and therefore require additional, uh, work in order to repair the walls of such a spring. Or whether from a spring that has not yet begun to flow, um, and we have no, and we have no, uh, we have no reason to believe that there will be a problem with the walls. Aval mashkin, But we may not water fields that, again, are already irrigated fields on Cholom O'ed. We may not do so. Not from rainwater that may have accumulated in some sort of uh, collected pond uh, from which it could be diverted into the field. Uh, so one may not do it from that type of water. Uh, because even though that may not be a tercha yisera, even though that's not such strenuous exertion, uh, nevertheless it might be confused. Chazal were worried with the case of drawing the water from the cistern because both are considered rainwater, and so therefore people may come to use the cistern, and that is problematic. So you cannot use mi'agasham or mi'akilon and not from the cistern water. However. It is motor to use rainwater for irrigation if there is a continuous supply of water to replace whatever is taken out. Because in such a case, we're not concerned that uh, if there are any issues, uh, let's say it's coming from a stream or something that's fed by a larger body of water, uh, then that is not a halacha concern. The ain osin ugi os and we may not, nor we're not allowed to dig Ditches around the roots of the grapevines to collect rainwater because that's considered tircha yisera, and that's uh, referring, of course, to cholamoid.